Hello. Um, I'm going to be speaking in a more quiet voice today. Um, normally, like on a day like today, I would have loved to explore more ASMR with you guys because I love Gen Z. I love the people that listen to my podcast. They're my day ones, people who actually like me. And then I got other people that I know, obviously, like I, I, I never have felt more safe and more vulnerable enough to share my stories. You know, maybe, you know, whatever, like the last episode I was talking about ADHD. Um, so it's still, oh, it's actually very late. So technically it's July 5th. However, I live in a different time zone. So it was still July 4th, like an hour ago. It's kind of funny, actually, like um, on New Year's Eve, uh, I noticed how different the time zones are around the world when everyone else, for example, when it's eight o'clock in Pacific Eastern time where, okay, I, I'm not good. I'm not really great at what, whatever specific. Okay. I'm pretty sure I live on the side of the world where it's Pacific time, but the, okay. But based off where I live on New Year's Eve, when it's eight o'clock PM for me, it's 11 or it's midnight already on the other side of the world. So by the time it's 8 p.m. for me, half of the world has already celebrated the New Year's. And by the, by the time it's actually, uh, you know, midnight where I live, 75% of the world has already celebrated New Year's Eve. So I'm going to assume it's the day after July 4th, the 4th of July. But for me, I'm still a couple of hours behind because of my time zone. Um, so that's why I was trying to explain that. So I, I'm making this podcast because I do not believe, I, my call name is Echo, but obviously you guys know my real name. I, obviously you also know that I have an SCP file and you know that my FBI agents are very nice but, you know, obviously my current lead researcher is a prick and he's non-anime-like. Anyways, but I would like to recall the events that, like I said, you know how I'm really bad at getting to the point? I want to give you guys a little bit of a backstory before I get to the point. I know it's a flaw of ADHD, but just bear with me because I just, want, I didn't think also, because I want to make the small episode, it's not going to be a long episode, hopefully, because, you know, you know me, but I don't, for example, uh, the current hypothesis from the research team number three is that they think that I'm, an, uh, they think that I'm an extraterrestrial, they think that I'm a vampire, they think that I <laughs> They think that I'm Eve, and that's a freaking laugh because I am not Eve. I wasn't even re- I wasn't even born in that century. I was born a couple centuries later, um, which is funny. Actually, my first reincarnation wasn't with Egypt. It was a couple. It was a couple of hundred years before that. My first reincarnation was. Uh, I had my own island. I was a merchant. I was a merchant guy and I had my own little providence and I was really good at selling stuff in my first 
my first life lifeline that's why uh call me by your name is so ethereal and it it kind of reminds you of like a pastor son like going gay for somebody and when you watch call me by your name you'll see the emperor and me elios elios is like me and obviously you know like the emperor is like the other guy and in my first lifetime my first reincarnation i was a man and i had one wife and i had one son and I was a merchant. I, I sold goods. I sold jewelry. I found precious minerals, precious stones. And I always found grade A materials. I found great people who found the best harvest, the best minerals, the best jewels, and the best furs and the best linens. And I, and I was so popular that I got to sell it to, uh, you know, ancient Mesopotamia-style kings from different lands. They would travel like kings of Syria, king, kings of Roman emperor, empire, they would travel to my uh, little island because that's how good the quality of the stuff was. So I got kings and princes buying outfits and stuff from my little island. And it was so magical that even mermaids decided to swim up to the island. Obviously, mermaids uh, are ex- near extinction actually now in 2022. But in my first reincarnation, I was a man and I was a merchant. In my second reincarnation is when... We get Esther-like with the Egyptian, you know, marriage, the one, you know, that's my second reincarnation. So that was when I was a woman and I've had probably like five or six different transformations and different incarnations. That means I will spend entire lifetimes, have entire families. Uh, The minute I die, my memory is gone, like a memory drive. My memory is swiped, so when I start a new, fresh lifetime like this one, I get to enjoy things for the first time. And enjoying things for the first time is exciting, and it's fun. And, for example, not being famous for the first time, um, like right now in this lifetime, I'm technically only famous in Celestia. I'm not famous on Earth yet because I have not yet auditioned. You guys, I know Gen Z got a sneak peek of that entire season that is because i was overthinking about how i would be perceived by the public because i wanted to impress gen z so badly um with the audition music audition shows you have to rely on the audience to keep you in to vote you in to text you in tweet and all that stuff so obviously that is just me being over prepared i was being an over perfectionist i was i was you know, overwhelming. So I know you're like, Deanna, get to the point. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I just want to give you a little bit of backstory. And also I went out a little bit off topic. So when I finally get to the point about <laughs> Dr. The lead, the research team number three, I don't believe Echo is treated fairly. Um, Echo is basically the shadow version of myself. So kind of like my soul twin. She's literally just me but only my soul form, if that makes sense. Not my human body. My human body is not sentient. You know, my soul form is. It's kind of, I compared it to Danny Phantom. You know, when Danny Phantom, he goes half um, half ghost, half human, and he could do that on call. That's kind of like the only way that I can describe it as. Um, so with research team number three, I don't trust the current team because 
Um, they originally, like I said, they missed, um, the lead researcher is jumping to conclusions, has not confirmed anything. He's literally just making stuff up. He has not confirmed anything with me to like, you know, run anything by me to just to make sure that his hypothesis was correct. Or if he had any questions, he doesn't actually talk to me directly, which I find disgusting. It's very passive aggressive. I don't like that. I can't stand passive aggressive people. I wish people would say how they feel and say what they mean. He doesn't do that. He's very passive aggressive. You know, he won't even look you in the eye. He would, the lead researcher would rather kill an SCP than try to reason with it. So that's why I find, I find myself to be a little bit afraid for Echo because recently he has done some very harmful experiments to Echo, like trying to cut her head off and trying to set her on fire. And before this, he was nice. He was courteous. You know, Echo was first hooked up, you know, introduced to the other higher end SCPs because they wanted to, the other research team number one and number two wanted to see how powerful Echo was. So I got to meet a bunch of other SCPs around the world. Um, that wasn't on purpose. I was doing my own research because I was not originally a part of SCP when I was doing my research, when I was trying to look for other SCPs. I was not officially a part of SCP. I was only a part of SCP later, you know, after I did that research. So I know there's still more backstory and I know I'm really sorry, but I, I'll get to the point in a couple of minutes. I just have to, you know, refresh the audience, you know, because not everybody listens to the episodes. You guys have a life. I know you don't have to. Um... Yeah, and so essentially with that, I also had like a brief romance with, you know, Dr. C. And I recorded a video earlier. Uh, I'll just share it with you because it's going to speak for itself. Today on the 4th of July, he ignored, he decided to acknowledge that we broke up and stuff. And then for some reason, he was acknowledging some random note. Because like, he is, he is the lead researcher on my file. Like I said, I'm still an SP. And whatever, so he's talking about some of the silly notes I said. Um, and then he felt bad because I guess he found out I had. <laughs> That's the firework. God damn. Um, so I was trying to. I can't get a see. Anyways, um, those were fireworks, and yeah, so for some reason, because it's kind of like like JJK sorcerers, I don't like how Dr. C is implied, I don't, because it's a character in Genshin Impact, and it's implied that Albedo is eating arachnids, which is spiders, and I just wanted to set the point, Albedo from Genshin Impact is not going to turn into Spider-Man, he can't really manifest an angel eye. And I know that after was like, you can't be mean to Dr. C. Well, I have to be. Because what he did was, I forgot what that word is. It's faulty. It's until I, I forgot what it's called. Basically, it's uh, for pseudoscience. You know, when you have a bad scientist, you know, who experiments a little bit too much to the point where it's just straight up abuse of power. That's what I think that Dr. C is doing. Um... I don't, I, right now, 
I do not want him to have authority or the ability to manifest. Um, he is banned from messing around with Echo. He is banned from manifesting harmful things for Echo in the future. He is banned from experimenting with Echo without Echo's permission, which is no. He's not allowed to echo to do harmful things to Echo. He is not a puppeteer. He is not allowed to do anything harmful to Echo. Dr. Clarence, Dr. C, is banned from doing harmful experiments against Echo. He is not allowed. I'm telling you right now, I'm letting the universe know now, I made this emergency podcast so that I can permanently ban him from harming Echo in the future. His father, Max, is trying, they're starting to make it seem like they want to neutralize Echo, which is bad for me. I kind of, you know, what's funny is that you guys, how TikTok sounds go viral before it actually happens. Some TikTok sounds are about me, like they're commissioned and they're, they're all about the imperial family or they're about me. So <laughs> the one about mama, I'm a criminal. You know, the criminal, the one, the, like, the one about being a criminal and uh, the silly baseball thing. So that one would imply that in the future, when I finally make a very specific uh, sports-related music video, that SCP might swap my house. Hopefully when that happens, I'll have enough to pay my debt to society, uh, which I find difficult now because I am not in Dr. Clarence's favor. He does not view me as a human or a person. I think that's disgusting. Um, he looks down at me. He talks about me really negatively. I feel uncomfortable around him. Um, so I do want the universe to ban him. I want, I don't want him doing any weird sorcerer's magic. He's not a puppeteer. He does not get to harm Echo. He does not get to harm me in stories. So for example, he'll write a story on his creepypasta channel, but he'll change the name. And of course, naturally, it takes some common sense to realize that it's most likely about me. So if you understand what that means, then I sure would like the universe to block Bensi. He's not allowed to write or manifest anything with his familiar spirit. His familiar spirit would be blocked. His uh, ability to puppeteer or do magic against Echo will be blocked. His ability to do anything against me, Deanna, will be blocked. Even if he uses a different pseudonym or character for my character, he will, it will, he will still be blocked. That is my message to the universe. He's going to be banned, permanently banned, from harming and you're doing anything illegal to me. Um, and you know, on so the the circumstance got so bad that I decided to leave log out of my main Instagram account. And on my last episode, I told people to follow my meme account, which is a sad squirrel. And already, I have already got restricted comments on Instagram because somebody flagged them off. And I was trying to figure out why I was getting my comments flagged. And then I was started to laugh because I found out the answer. Um, I commented on a meme about a policeman getting jumped by a math a mathematician and a scientist. And I was laughing because I was like, oh, that's the celestial um, Nobel Prize winners. And, and then the mathematician Nobel Prize winners beating up SCP researchers because SCP researchers are very stupid in comparison to the Nobel, the Nobel Prize winners that I know in Celestia. They're very dumb in comparison to the Nobel Prize winners. And I was trying to ask the Nobel Prize winners of Celestia, hey, these guys are being a bunch of smart asses. They're being really condescending to echo me. 
and I need something to one-up them. And so, of course, I did. I was talking about scientific things. I was blowing their fucking mind because everybody that came through was so fucking courteous and they knew what's up and they... (laughs) I basically pulled up Uno reverse card on them and I proved to them that I'm just as smart as them and even smarter than all the SCP researchers combined. Anyways, so this does affect my love life because of course me and the lead researcher are enemies to lovers but now we're enemies to rivals and now we're he's straight up trying to hunt Echo and neutralize her. That's why I'm saying this is an emergency episode. That is why I'm doing this in a whisper. In a whisper. And that's why. I'm not really great at whispering. I have to try my best to do that. I'm sorry. Um, it's very serious to me. But regarding my love life, I made... <laughs> I actually did answer. So I will... Uh, put- on a different Instagram page. You know, it looks like, why are you single? And I'm Instead, in a podcast where I can share my life and people can resonate.